Hello everyone and welcome to episode 41 of the Artful Athlete podcast and our last episode of this Emotions in the Body series. Here we are and I hope you've been able to learn, ground and experiment with your emotions a little over these past 10 weeks. 10 weeks already. Gosh, time flies when you're on a deep exploration, piecing things together, flowing between the stuff. Yes, stuff. Very precise stuff. But flowing in between, this is also what this episode is about. See, we've talked emotions, we've talked body parts as well as the symbols and the holistic meanings and symbols attached to these, all through a mindful lens. Taking a step back, taking things and taking you as a whole. If you think about it, we've never just really isolated only the body or the mind or only invited you to look at your life experiences. We've been weaving through the point where all of these meet. I say this a lot. I say this in the realm of connection and communication very often. I've lost count as to how many times I've said it in a rehearsal room to performers and creatives, and it's definitely still relevant in this context. It's not about Romeo. It's not about Juliet. It's about where they both meet, because this is where the magic happens. It's where your mind, your heart and your body meet that your magic takes flight. That's why I invite you to step into yourself and to look at every aspect of the emotion or the pain you're either experiencing or trying to explore, to understand or to step into. It takes a little investigating for sure. It means paying attention to the places in your body where you're feeling tension or pain, hearing your thoughts, emotions, but also the quality they have. When something comes up that you'd be tempted to label as negative, painful, restrictive, heavy or something else, that's when your investigation process starts. Step one, where in my body is this thought, this reaction, this pain showing up? Step two, when did it start? Step three, how does this thought, this emotion, this tension, this pain make me feel when I give it my attention when I focus on its presence. Step four, what was I doing, thinking, watching, eating, listening, playing, reading, when it showed up? Step five, is it mine or someone else's? Once you've completed those five steps, once you've asked these question, you've kickstarted the investigation. And it's only after these steps, once you've got a better grasp, of what this presence, this emotion, tension is made of and where it's sitting in your body that you'll be able to move on to the next thing, which is, do I need to keep it? Do I need to keep it? Do I exist outside of it? Can I exist without this? Is it still me? You'd be surprised at the amount of thoughts, of programs, emotions we inherit or get overloaded with from the people we interact with, the work, the movements, the activities we've committed to, the stuff we read, we watch, we listen. These affect us. These affect you on every level, on every plane. Physically, how does it manifest itself? Well, you could feel tired, 
struggling to keep your back straight. Mentally, you could be facing a wall, feeling very lethargic, or either like your head is too heavy or that it's too empty, perhaps. You could feel like you're all over the shop, very easily distracted. Emotionally, your heart could also feel tight. Your stomach could be in knots. Your chest could feel too narrow or constricted. Now, as we've seen this series, you can look at the physical plane first and see what it's trying to tell you. Then, cross-check that newly found information with the stuff that's on your mind. Look at the bigger picture. Look at yourself from outside. Look at what's overlapping between the physical and the mental. What maybe used to be present and has now gone missing. Don't focus your attention to the pain itself or the thought. That's how you feed it. Look at where and how it meets your mind and body. And how else can you do that? Well, with breath, obviously. Little reminder, but the air you breathe travels through every single layer of your being and has an impact on every plane. The physical, the mental, the emotional. The air comes into the body through the nose or the mouth and follows a couple of pipes all the way down your lungs and these lungs are supported by the diaphragm which itself is connected to an intricate layer of muscles and tissues and organs as we've seen in previous episodes. So, inhale, air comes in through nose or mouth and travels all the way down, 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 so far down that it reaches the perineum. The perineum, quick little anatomy lesson, but it's an anatomical region in the pelvis. So it's located between the thighs and represents the most inferior part of your pelvis. It's basically the end of your trunk. And your trunk, as we've established before, is connected to what? Your legs. There we go. So imagine the lower part of the body connecting to the trunk. And in that region, this is where your breath stops. The mechanic of the breath extends all the way down there. So the mechanism of the breath literally connects the top of your body to the lowest part of your trunk, of that place where your most valuable organs are stored. It touches every single one of them along the way. Your breath is affected by the mental state you're in. Stressed and anxious, hello, shallow breath, trapped at the top of the ribcage. And before you know it, you're breathing with your shoulders and then you complain that you feel like your shoulders are maybe as high as your ears or that you have neck tension. But this shallow, tight, high up breath is stopping the air from traveling all the way down. Same if you're mentally exhausted, the breath stays at the top of the chest. It's not connecting to the rest of the journey it would normally take. If you were in control of said breath, or if you were ideally, better option, fully relaxed. Lastly, let me ask you this. How's your breath when you're crying? How's your breath when you're angry, screaming with rage? How's your breath when you're scared? Is it short? Is it fast? Is it shallow? Is it hiccupy? Is it chesty? The breath, your breath, is the in-between. The river where mental and physical meet. I think you could see the emotions as the current. But you decide, you tell me. Do you think this river is made of Mental, physical and emotion, heart? Or is heart what gives a pace to that river? What gives its rhythm, its current? Up to you to use this flow 
to your advantage to evacuate what needs releasing, to fuel what needs fueling, and embrace, and embrace, yes, what needs embracing. Bonus thing, once you've understood how to work with your breath, you kind of become almost invincible because you're so connected to who you are. Physically and mentally, you're able to handle stress, changes in pace and activity with more ease. And emotionally, you know how to send air to specific body parts to ease pain and tension, to let go of the emotions which are not yours, to ease your pains, your sorrow, and to fuel that joy. Because, you know, we talk about the emotions we label as negative and the ones that are not so great and that we don't want to keep. But breath also fuels your joy. You breathe when you laugh. And depending on how you laugh and how you breathe, you can hear. It gives a different quality to that laugh. So you can use your breath to clean the slate of what you don't want to keep in your head right now or fill up the tank with plenty of the good stuff. Up to you. The breath you take when you're happy. I want you to think about that. The breath you take when you're happy. The one you take when you're thankful. The one you take to feel free. It's not about Romeo. It's not about Juliet. It's not about the mind. It's not about the body. It's about the air that flows in between. Thank you very much for tuning into this series of episodes. And let me know if you enjoyed these and if this format suits you. Would you like another series on another topic? Communication or nutrition, perhaps? Or would you rather some standalone episodes? Just so you know, I'm also preparing a brand new batch of mindful chats with a few guests at the moment. So I'll let you know very soon when these will be up. And meanwhile, if you have any questions about emotions in the body, how to work with this flow, this breath, or if you need help with releasing, expressing and finding yourself and your voice again, why not book a call with me? The link is in my bio on Instagram. I'm always down for a chat. So I just want to thank you once again. Meanwhile, have a lovely week. Sit in the sun if there's any in your corner of the world. Fuel that mind with all the good stuff. Move that body to the sound of a drum that you like and give that heart as much love in as possible. And I'll speak to you soon.